The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who gon' this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Monday. Welcome to the show. Here's the number if you want to join the show and join it quickly. You know the show, it goes by fast. We might talk about five subjects, five topics. Maybe but it just might one. maybe just one. That voice you hear is Doug. Doug, welcome to the show, buddy. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining. You stopped at your favorite uh what is it, Dutch Brothers again? Every morning, man. Every morning. Yeah, you gonna that coffee out. Speaking of coffee, I had a triple espresso with a splash of caramel. I'm all, I'm working off literally two and a half hours of sleep. I don't know how you do it, because we every time I'm we not talk, you're, to do you're, it. You're, you're, you're not going to bed till about 3 in the morning, then 6 o'clock you're up playing. I wake up in the witch hours, man, and I stay up. <sighs> I don't know how you do it. it. Because I, maybe because I leave the TV on. That's, that might be the problem. And leaving the TV on, I watch a couple of sports channels, and then I, I watch my usuals, 5.30 in the morning, uh, the Jeffersons, then they go to Good Times, <laughs> then they go to a different world. It's the same old, same old uh, BET channel. I think that's BET. BET. It's yeah. still around? Yeah, it's still around. Oh, it ain't man. owned by black people, but it's still around. Uh, but no, I'm always up, man. And I'm I'm literally, I have a meeting today. Uh, Coach's Corner want to do my Super Bowl party. But, you know, Danny Williams, Danny and I, we talking about doing it at the Ramada. Coach's Corner talking about 750 people coming through, $50 a head. See, I was doing $50 total, 20 for women, 30 for men. Uh, so that's, I got a decision to make today at one yeah, thirty. That's that. You talking you talk, you talk different numbers. I was out there for uh, two days. I was out there for two days uh, at Coach's Corner, and I was doing. Um, they had it set up pretty nice. They showed mm-hmm. me pictures. Yeah, they talking. They talking the right things. But I said I don't want no BS going on. Look, my name gonna be on this. It's kind of like, it's like like Ike Turner. Right. My, my name on this. You know your be brand. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't messed that up quite as yet, as of yet. But yeah, I had a, I had a triple shot, espresso, Ooh. splash of caramel. And now I got my tea. Well, for some reason, I got some fluid in my chest. It got me coughing up, man. That same thing about this last week or so, man. I've got that congestion. I, I can't get rid of it. I don't know what it is about, about Arizona and allergies. And Do you have allergies? I do. I do, too. I, I developed them out here in Arizona. Yep. A lot of people do, man. A lot of people you talk to that's moved out here and never had allergies um, until they came out here. Let's get, a little to, get into a little bit of sports. Um, like I said, I, I'm up. I'm working off two and a half hours, but I'm always up anyway, around three thirty, four, and I don't go back to sleep, so I'm up the whole day, and I don't take naps. I wish I could or did, but uh, you know, this last week was Pro Bowl week. This week we got a Super Bowl week coming up. We also have the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open coming up, so that's going down. What we had Barrett Jackson also, yeah. Barrett Jackson. So it was a whole lot going around on in the valley out here, and. Um, 
even if I want to take a nap, I couldn't take a nap because I'm also training during the day uh, with these college guys trying to get into the league. But the Pro Bowl, you went to the Pro Bowl. I did. Um, and I watched it from I watched it because I was at Coach's Corners doing something, doing an event. But And I was going to come down there. I just didn't. From where I was coming from, to get to Coach's Corner, there was traffic. Right. So I'm just thinking if I would have went down to up in Glendale, out in Glendale, it would have been even more traffic. It would have been worse. Then I would have been there at halftime. And who had who did the halftime show? Nico and Vince. Nico and Vince. Um, I know Jordan Sparks did the, um, the yes. pregame. And uh, I'll tell you anthem. what, Jordan killed that national anthem, man. That was she. She had it right on. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, no, Jordan hold it down. You know, she was a uh, what was that uh, music that singing show she come off uh, American Idol. Yeah, yep. Yeah, she come off that. But you know, she's also she's also a friend too. She's yep. uh so Jordan. Local. What's that? Local girl here. Yeah, local girl. Felipe. She, yeah, Felipe Sparks. Um, she's single now. Oh, she is she. She's single now because her and Jason Derulo recently broke up. I, they almost had engaged. I think they were engaged. That would have been silly to do because Jason wouldn't. She, no. no, Jason wanted to go. He guy. was talking dirty too much. I mean, they said he had too many women. It, it's hard, you know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> they said he had too many women. I mean, that's. So he's riding dirty, uh, huh? He started blowing up when, you know, she started to mellow out. And he started blowing up? Yeah. Jason Derulo. I mean, he was top, what, top five pop artists the past two years making pop songs. But she, um, yeah, pop songs that do it too. American she's, Cole, uh, yeah. yeah. She, but she's been. She's been hot for her, her career's going since she left the American Oh, yeah, writer. no doubt about that. But she's been that. doing movies, too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when, she, when she's not singing, she's acting. Yeah. She's developing an acting career that's going far, too. But, yeah, when you get into that that life, that Hollywood life, man, you're you talking about a whole other ballgame of uh, everybody. Uh, yeah. You know, you you in different crowds. you different crowds. So it'll take a lot for them to probably just stay together or be together. I don't know. Hopefully, you know, it's not a bad deal. Hopefully it's not. And, and you didn't miss a whole lot yesterday, not going to the game either. Mm -mm. They sh mm -mm. they shouldn't even call it a Pro Bowl anymore. Just call it a pro practice. Yeah. Let's be real. We've talked about this last week, And too. it's supposed to have changed. That's why and the different did. draft, they drafted the way they do it now. It's supposed to have changed because it's not, you know, people want to pay their money. But I had people call me, just, just as you was mentioning, it's almost like flag football. Oh, yeah. And the funny thing is – I think it was in the first, I know it was in the first half, I think the first quarter, DeMarco Murray just ran, I think it was like a sweep or something, but ran to that left side. As a couple defenders came up, he literally just stops, they stop, and dance for a couple seconds, the whistle blows. That whole University of Phoenix Stadium was booing. Boo. Boo. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. That game about to be banished. And I don't think they even care. I don't think the NFL cares. But, I mean. The players don't care. No. The players don't care. But think about it, because me and, me and Frank were talking about that yesterday, because mm -hmm. I said, I go, Frank... The Pro Bowl is never going to be a 100% effort game, is it? And, and we no. started talking about that. Is because think about it. If you're playing in that, you're, what are you going to risk getting that injury? And, I mean, look at Say you blow an ACL. Mm -hmm. You're, you're looking at missing not only, you know, camp, mm -hmm. but possibly preseason into next season. Why are you going to risk that? Yeah. For nothing. Not, there's no end goal for the Pro Bowl. It's a dog and pony type show now. Before and, Even before the Pro Bowl, there, was a, there were a lot of guys that um, – they were, they were doing events like in Hawaii. They were doing the sand race and all that stuff. A lot of agility stuff. Yeah, what happened to that? They was turning their knees up. They was getting hurt. And who want, And that's the end. That's the last game. Who wants to get hurt in the last game of the season? So that that became a problem or an issue with guys. So when you see the Pro Bowl, 
you think this is a big flag football game. No guys were getting hurt. I don't even know why they even mm-hmm. go. You, you see a lot of guys or the skilled guys, some, mostly quarterbacks too, but they just, okay, they get invited to the Pro Bowl. They get uh, selected to the Pro Bowl, but then they just say they, they can't play for certain reasons. Right, right. And watching it, you know, from TV than watching it live, I mean, you can talk about this, Doug. I mean, did you really, like, you know, watching it from TV, you know, you really don't see the effort. You know, you just see a play call, you see a pass happen, and you see a tackle made. You know, did you really even see, like, inspired football when you were, like, actually watching it live, like, where the players really getting into it? Because last year, you know, it was a big uproar. You know, the Pro Bowl is back. The guys were competitive. They get to hit their own teammates. And then this season, you know, you watching it live, like you yeah. say, you mentioned the booze. I mean, well, how was it like live? And, and that's you know, and, yeah. and to be honest, I I didn't really watch a whole lot of it because there's more oh, entertainment wow. just kind of talking <laughs> to the people in the box, of course. And, and and that's the thing is, you know, for the son, he was there, he was into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But he even mentioned too, and we're talking about eleven year old, right? He mentioned the fact that he goes, man, this it was a great day, uh, day. it was awesome to go. But he goes, I just wish it would have played. And uh, this is an eleven year old, you know, mm-hmm. seeing this stuff too. Um, but yeah, you've got the booze. You can see the effort wasn't there. It, to me, what it looked like was, and, and we've all played. You know, it's almost like the day before walkthrough when wow. you just put your shells on. Yeah, yeah. And you're still going team, but you're not. You're just you're not hitting anybody. It's eighty percent. Yeah. You get in position mm-hmm. as a coach. You just get them in position, and okay, I would have made that play. And some guys, some guys play like that doing a Pro Bowl. But you talking about uh, you talking about Jason. So it's it's hard for eleven year old to go to the Pro Bowl. And not see them play and expect them to play, right? Because he's eleven. He's eleven, right? Yep. Yeah. So he's been. He haven't been watching football like we've been watching football. He's been watching football games like seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many Pro Bowls he's seen, and that he could say, "Well, this is a real game," or "It's not a real game." Yeah. But he was live in action yesterday. Oh yeah. And he said, "This is a big, this is a big flag football game." Yeah. So, you know, for a eleven year old. But and, and like I said, as a player, you get it. You understand. There's nothing to entice me to go and give it 100. Mm-hmm. And, and those play, yeah. and those fans that bought those tickets, they know they knew what they was going. You was going to see the NFL's so-called best and superstars. You know, you got some popular, you got some famous. You was going to see those guys. You really weren't going to see that football game. You might get an autograph or go see what they were doing, what it's all about. Right. You weren't really going to see a real football game. No. So the Bulls are a little pre- the Bulls are a little too much for me. You go in there, and them guys not trying to get hurt. And you don't understand, they're not trying to get hurt. Because as you mentioned, that's a long recovery to be hurt on the offseason and then try to recover to get back to the season. Exactly. That takes time. Well, and like, you know, me and Frank, I go, is there ever going to be a time where the Pro Bowl is an actual legit game? I don't think and so. And mm-hmm. as, a, as a NFL, how do you, what do you do or how do you entice these players to give it 100%? And there's really no answer to say this is what we're going to do because even if you look at money, yeah, uh, even money. I mean, you're going to have to look at a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars per player to really put that enticement out there for the players to give a hundred percent. And then even then, what are you going to have to do with the tickets? You're going to have to raise you the ticket raise prices. The ticket price. mm-hmm. So it's just, I think it's a lose lose situation. It's going to be more of that dog and pony type show. And as a fan, you've got to understand that I'm going to the Pro Bowl. It's not going to be an actual season game yeah. where they're going to go 100%. It's going to be they're out there to ha- kind of have fun and go with it. And just understand that when you get there. And long, I think you're going to have you a stay? lot better game. Did you stay for the entire game or because you had your son? Right. I don't, I don't well, know. No, yeah, because uh, we actually um, were going to leave at halftime because our ride um, was taken off, but I was able to make other arrangements. So I, I wanted him to at least stay. At the, yeah. We probably mm-hmm. bounced out about. 
three minutes left in the game just to try to oh, beat yeah, some that's of that good. crowd. I, so, hey, guys, because I say that because I got somebody else, uh, some tickets, and they left at halftime. That money, that, that, that ticket came out of my money, on mm-hmm, my price. Yeah. So you stay your ass the whole game. <laughs> exactly, like, man. Yeah. Or oh, uh, damn near. Uh, yeah. But but you know what? You're never going to make the Pro Bowl. I mean, you're never going to make the Pro Bowl a real game. No. Even if, because you mentioned Not great even points. like pushing it back a Push couple of weeks right. after the Super Bowl? That's what I was thinking. Maybe a couple of Sundays, no, you know. Have guys. Football, you still have football is still hot. Football is still the most popular sport. Right. So you push it back. Nobody's going to do that because then you got, just think, you push it back until February uh, 20 or something like that is what yeah, you're saying. after All-Star Weekend okay, or then, something. Exactly. Yeah. You got All-Star, NBA. NBA All-Star Weekend. Then, but, but also you got March, April, May. You got the draft in April, right? Right. And so football is all year round. So mm-hmm. it's always going to be some uh, transition, some uh, transactions about what players going where, who's a free agent. They're going to always keep it in the news. When there is not a game on, football is still on Sports Center or wherever the sports, right. any sports channel or any sports um, uh, website mm-hmm. is still the talk. But, you so know, and then even push, but pushing it back into February, now you you still have that injury factor. Because now you've, you're a month past what you were, you know, the original date in, here in January. Mm-hmm. So now you still have that factor of if I get injured, now it's even prolonging into the season even more. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't, I don't see any, any type of time frame, whether you put in right at the end of the season, mm-hmm. uh, a month after. It's always going to be that I'm not going to get injured for this because there's no enticement. This isn't the Super Bowl. This isn't a playoff game. This is just go out and have some fun top game. There's no enticement mm-hmm. to for me to go out there and give it 100% on that field and risk injury because what happens if you get injured? Now mm-hmm. you're you're putting your team in that you know situation because right. this isn't your third string guy going out there. This is one of your starters. Yeah, it is your just starter starter guys. Your, yeah, so, right. But you you also the, ooh, you also have, <laughs> you also have these guys out here, man. If they they're talking about taking a pro bowl it was in. It was out here in Glendale, Arizona, this year. They they were talking. What well, the talk I heard was they're going to alternate mainland and and back to Hawaii. So it may go from here to Hawaii, then come back. To me, that's that, they didn't want to do it anyway because of the money mm-hmm. situation of sending all these players to Hawaii, and it was just a vacation. It was just a pickup game, it was a flag football game. Right. So the NFL, according to them, <laughs> was losing money. They was losing money having a pro yeah, bowl. Of course, yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you think about the. No, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. But yes, you did. Think about the fan base that you get. You know, surrounded just Super Bowl time. Then you put in the Pro Bowl crowd as well. That builds your Pro Bowl crowd up. So I could see them saying, you know, that they're losing money for sure. And then you had to, you know, because you had to pay for the player. And then most, I think, those I think they might have been first class tickets or it might have been good t- good tickets uh, oh, flying there. Yeah. But then they break them up and they got their family and everything else and everybody else get to go. But then you got to get them tickets, mm-hmm. and not everybody was going to Hawaii to right. um, you know watch a game. It was more of the uh, the natives over there, the Hawaiians right. over there watching the game, and it wasn't a packed stadium. Nope. And it's no, kind of like no, not a, not at all. It was not a, not a packed stadium, but they were losing money, so they they flirting with talking about we're gonna have it. You know, it was in Glendale this year in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So next year it might be in Hawaii, which is crazy to me. I think the Pro Bowl should follow the Super Bowl wherever it goes. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that only yeah, makes I agree sense. with that. Well, and I think the other reason of going back and forth with Hawaii is I think this is kind of a, a test. And you don't want to burn that bridge with Hawaii quite yet. No. So no. you kind of you experiment with what you have here in the States and then mm-hmm. with Hawaii. But I agree. I mean – Talking to a lot of people that were tailgating yesterday, they would never gone to the Pro Bowl in Hawaii. 
I mean, you, mm-hmm. just the airline tickets itself. So it gives those fans, and I like to say, like the middle class fans, because the Pro Bowl tickets are. I mean, you're still StubHub is still twice as face value, but it still gives a, the middle uh, middle class a chance to attend the game. I don't like how they jack them prices up. Like, cause you cause you right. mentioned, who's gonna pay that much money to go to? Well, if, if you also look at it as a vacation, but you get ch- you get to plan for it. So next year we know where the Super Bowl is. People right. are planning for that right now. Right. And mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, we haven't even had this year's Super Bowl. They are planning for that, so they're looking at it as a vacation. That's kind of how they looked at Hawaii and Pro Bowl when it was in Hawaii as a vacation. You go there, you spend seven days, you know, take the family, everybody, um, and, and you're willing to put that money up out there. But when you got the, the product on the field and you got the NFL's best, the superstars, that's really what you're going for. You know there's no way in the world you're going to watch them play a real football game because no, everybody no. didn't know. Yeah. Any football uh, fanatic knows that these guys are not trying to get hurt. Yeah. And, the, and the players will tell you. That would be one of the first things they tell you. It's a good game. The winner team, I, made it, I remember when it used to be 35-25. I remember back then when it was 35-25, the winning team got 35. And I think it's up to like 59 or 60-something yeah. mm-hmm. for the winning team. That's still not enticing enough for them to go out there and play hard. It comes down. They don't play hard until the probably last three minutes of a football game if it's close. Then somebody want to win because they know the winning right. salary is a difference as opposed to the losing salary. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe they could look towards shortening the time of the game. You know, I don't know, the East quarter maybe play about eight minutes, you know. Hard. Eight minutes Eight hard. minutes hard, you know. But you still have that factor of injury. Well, still, you're you're, you're never going to be yeah. able yeah. to get rid but of But there's that. so many guys that, you, yeah, you don't know who's going to get hurt or when they're going to get hurt. Right. Because you do have the injury uh, factor. But if you select, there's like, there were, there's like five quarterbacks selected and for the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. So quarterbacks not go that's most likely they're not gonna get hurt. There's not any blitzing. You can't do any stunts, yeah. but there was a blitz last night. And they called it. Did they call it? They called it. Personal <laughs> foul. I, I oh, looked down and I said, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I mean, that was I the only excitement nah. of the game. Yeah. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back. Quam Lots of Sports Talk. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Hey, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We are live in the studio. It is Monday, the Monday after the Provo weekend, long weekend, of course. Uh, to even start it off with, you know, we started off, or before break, you know, we mentioned about the Provo talk, and now it's going into uh, Super Bowl week. You know, I'm kind of tired after the weekend, I'm not going to lie to you. Been out just running around, doing a lot of, a lot of working, and, you know, just trying to attend most events. Today, yep. uh... I got locked in with a with the Girl Scout group. You know, they're going oh, down to uh, Girl Scouts are back, exactly, right? They're back, <laughs> and it's not cookie, go to the grocery store. Girl it's Scouts are around. Time. Yeah, it's actually cookie time. So that's funny because so, the wife said, "Hey, <laughs> by the way, Girl Scout starts tomorrow." I'm like, "Oh man, yeah. here, let me put like a couple hundred dollars aside for you." Yeah, so, so <laughs> let me put a couple hundred. So yeah, I mentioned this because uh, they're actually sending the troop down that my niece is a part of. Down to uh, the NFL experience, and it's, they're going down around like one o'clock noon, and I think it's a great deal to send, you know, do a package deal, having the kids get involved, and having the Girl Scout troops, you know, go down there, enjoy Downtown the NFL Phoenix. experience. Yeah, so I'll be heading down there around noon or one o'clock today with them, you know, to get involved to see what's going on. I'll be on. down there. I'll be Are down you? there around one, one thirty. I got a meeting at Coach's Corner at one thirty. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll do my Super Bowl party over there. I'm thinking about it. And I'll tell you, that NFL experience is huge. Really? Yeah, I took the sun yesterday, and and the thing, if you're planning on going, plan for the whole day. If you really, really want to go and have fun. Uh-huh. Now, oh, we were down there for- was everywhere yesterday. You was downtown, then you went back to Glendale? Yeah, because- yeah. Man. Well, we came down, so Doug we left- getting it in. I know. We <laughs> left the house about 10 o'clock, because I want to make it special for the oh, sun. Yeah. You know, build those oh, yeah. memories for them. Definitely. Um, we get down there for a couple hours, and I kind of felt bad, because- I mean, we walked around. It was about two hours of just walking around looking at some of the stuff, but we didn't really have a whole lot of time as far as getting in line and have them do stuff. Now, you could get the VIP pass. And do everything. Exactly. Because, you know, you had the Play 60, you had all kinds of stuff down there. Mm -hmm. But you could get the VIP wristband and go right to the front of the, the right, uh, line. But that's got to be expensive too, Ex- though. Exactly. It's 60, 50, 60 dollars because that's what oh, the Girl it? Scout. Oh, troop. that's not it. Yeah, well, that's they, for yeah. them though. Because oh, I you got, got in a, on that though. Oh, I, did you? Yeah. If you got, <laughs> a, I got my. No, wristband. I did. I did some like fundraiser thing. You know, I, yeah, I get in on, on a lot of Quincy stuff. Quincy, okay. uh, he get a lot of, <laughs> get a hard, like finish children's hospital. Yeah. yeah, he get a lot of stuff. So I, I, yeah, I, I pick it back off that uh-huh. because you will be paying a lot of money going down there. Now you went in the Girl Scout, so fifty dollars. For VIP, that's that's not bad. No. You take that and run. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You take that and run, and because you go, the food's gonna cost you more than anything. Yeah. They they really? raise. Well, hot depends on like where you go. Seven dollars. I know a couple spots down there, I, huh? Six seven dollars for a hot dog. Damn, who who eating that hot I dog? Don't, not us. <laughs> <laughs> Who's eating that hot dog? But no, and, and that's the thing with the experiences. It's three different levels. There's so much stuff to see out there as far as just memorabilia. Six seven uh, you've hot dog. I'm putting yeah. everything on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting everything I don't oh, want. No. I'm telling give me give me the uh, ketchup, yeah, there, bacon yeah. bits and everything. <laughs> you don't give me my seven dollars worth. But that's how you feel when you go down there. It's kind of like going to an amusement park. Really? Yeah. Hey, just, oh, I bet the crowd down there is probably it, But I, it's also, like I said, it's an experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure Jason had a good time for the time you were down there. Oh, yeah. And just looking at, they have the locker room, so all the different players. And, you know, with him, he's a uh, Cleveland fan because that's where, you know, the family's from Ohio. Yeah, you know, with the Cardinals and Beagles. So to see all that kind of different stuff out there. Um, I know he's not a Johnny Manziel fan. No, just no, to Cleveland. I'll, no, I'll, you wouldn't allow. You allow that? No. You, you not at all. what? Sometimes, sometimes no, you wouldn't allow no. him to be Johnny Football. No, Johnny, Johnny is no, a man over the there. No, off the field. He has Both. no. Re- he has no. <laughs> okay, number no, one, he field, has no. Off the field, definitely. He has no. Off the field, definitely no. Yeah. Because I and even on the field, I mean, it's I've never been a, been a fan of Johnny Manziel as far as a quarterback goes because. 
Look at when he left, that quarterback that came up for AM the next Hill, year Hill. did the same exact stuff. It's mm-hmm. not Johnny Manziel. It was the offense. He ain't do exactly like Johnny. No, okay, not a, he wasn't the highest candidate. But no. that first game, what's the name? Hill? Yeah. Uh, that first game, he had about 300-something yards. And Maybe 500, I think. Yeah, he ended up with 500. Yeah. He broke Johnny Manziel's like, touchdown and record in the crazy. first game. Yeah. Yeah. Then he went crazy, then he though. Went, yeah. He lost his mind. But got it bitched. shows you it wasn't Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Just this all-star quarterback. But sometimes quarterback. it is it the system, product. Tom Brady. Sometimes it is the I, system. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but look what he did in Cleveland. He's come out in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and uh, Hoyer still, I think, has outproduced him. Right. Yeah, I did season. too. Yeah. Well, well I've said that. Uh, yeah. I've yeah. said that the team the team works better with uh, Brian Hoyer at the quarterback position. Right. And since we're talking about By Cleveland, how much? Way a lot better. Johnny Mazzell ain't ready for he ain't ready for that quarterback start. Honestly, no. I don't think Hoyer was ready either. Hoyer, to be honest, but, but okay, you you the coach now going into the season. What, what, how you going? To yeah, the of season? course I'm going to take Hoyer going right. into the season. But even throughout the season, yeah, they had a winning record when Hoyer was starting. But and, and I mean, he wasn't. Remember I mean, that game they lost? It wasn't him. No, he threw some interceptions, but right. quarterbacks do that, mm-hmm. and you got to overcome it. But that defense kind of let. Well, there was a lot of games where they were dropping dropping balls too, dropping footballs too, passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I still think right now today. Even going into the season, Brian Hoyer my starting quarterback unless I can get one of these guys in the draft. And I don't even know what Cleveland draft. Where they draft this year, we probably have it in a – They're probably in the middle of the draft because yeah, they almost made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah they're they probably have. about 16, 17 yeah. mm-hmm. in the draft, which is good. You could work your way up. But would you go with another quarterback or a wide Shoot. receiver? Because they didn't need Especially a Especially because somebody <laughs> said bye-bye after drug testing. Yeah, you know what? Just oh Josh Gordon. Goodness. I wanted cause I wanted to, you know, I wanted to move into that. Uh, Josh Gordon face a, a year-long suspension. Suspension and ban. Uh-huh. I, we, we both know. We all know that's different. But I, enough is enough. I've been on record in saying if an NFL guy could get paid, go get your money and run. Because if the owners didn't have it, they couldn't give it to you, they wouldn't give it to you. But it's kind of like baseball. You got six-year deals for $230 million. Are you? Are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. NFL being the most popular sport in the in the country. Yeah. I won't say the world because you go overseas and soccer, soccer. Domin- soccer dominates that. Football is what they call it. But you look at Josh Gordon and all the opportunities he's had, and maybe he has a problem. And maybe you and you're getting $5 million a year to play football to do a – not, I'm not gonna call it a game because it is work. It's the right. stuff you got to put into it. Five hundred, I mean, five million dollars a year to be one of the top receivers in the game. He could be one of the top. He is one yeah. of the top receivers when he on this game. Oh yeah, it, yep. You got You when he on this game, whoever your favorite receiver is, don't say he ain't that guy. No, don't say that. But he's getting too many chances, and he he's feel like to me. I think he's he might he have he either has a problem or. He got that Johnny Manziel syndrome, like, mm. there's no rules and laws <laughs> for me. I do what I want to do when I want to do it. Right. Put me back in the league, Commissioner Goodell. But Josh Gordon, man, I mean, time after time. Yeah, even even after being suspended, what, 10 weeks, 8 to 10 weeks this season? 10 weeks. He came back and was still top and five at his position. Right off the bat. Like, came out the game. It was like, yeah, you know, I ha- I still had some some aches and pains to go through, you know. But, but when you're not you playing football, you, when you're not playing football. What is he doing? No, I'm, exactly. But when you're not playing football, that talent that we saw when he came back off the suspension, uh-huh. you're not going to be able to do that. Because you want to have a guy go from being real good one year and say, like, what, what happened to you? Uh-huh. That's only a three or four-month span. Right. That's not a whole year. Yeah. People say one year to the next. Mm-hmm. It's not a year. It's like three to four-month span. A guy lose who he is or what he is mm-hmm. athletically. So 
if Josh keep missing games and not on the football field, he's not going to be able to come back the way we saw him. He's just going to be an no. average receiver. And who wants an average receiver? No one. Nobody's buying an average receiver. No. You know, and and I want to apologize because I thought it was a drug issue. And it's not. It was the alcohol testing because of the DWI oh, he both. had. Oh. It's bold. Well, yeah. but you know what? Yeah, you failed a drug test. Yeah. 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 You failed another okay, drug Okay, let me test. ask both you guys. And, Doug, you're about to get into something. Mm-hmm. If they, if I give, I'm going to give you $5 million. I'm saying, look, Demery, Doug, don't, don't do this. Don't do that. You, I'm employed you. I'm, in, I'm your employer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to not do that. For five I'm going to stay dollars. away from whatever I have to do to stay away from it. But you can't. Uh, and I mean, it, and it, it's hard if you got a problem. It's, it's addictive. Mm-hmm. It's hard if you got a problem. Look at uh, Dez Bryant. He got handlers. He got about two or three handlers. Uh, what the Dallas Cowboys did was put some grown men around him every day so he doesn't get in trouble. We haven't mm-hmm. heard a peep from uh, Dez Bryant. Nothing but everything mm-hmm. he did was on the football field. Right. You remember when he used to get in trouble off the field doing oh, some yeah. nonsense? Ooh. Maybe you got to get Josh or uh, Cleveland Browns. You, Cleveland Browns might be washing their hands of Josh Gordon. But if they're not, maybe you get this guy some handlers because it, it, it bothers me to even say it. A grown man needs some other grown man or so, whomever right. they are to watch him throughout his day mm-hmm. so he don't make a fool of himself continuously. Yeah. It takes one or two knuckleheads to spread throughout a locker room, to be honest. Yeah. Five million dollars? What you not going? Five million dollars. I I built a a how a bedding bedroom at the facility for five million dollars. A bedroom? Yeah. What you mean? I don't. I ain't got to go home for five million dollars. I ain't going nowhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I ain't going nowhere. But at the same time, he looking at guys. You know, he putting up numbers against. We put up numbers better than. He's like five million ain't nothing. You, where, where's ten million? I sit my well, butt you gotta, down for you, ten million. And you got to play out. You got to outplay you know? the contract. And, true that. And he's, true. A, and he's the kind of guy. He's who outplayed can. it on the field, yeah. but off the field, I mean, he's not worth it. It's it's disappointing. I'm not looking at the same it. guy like Justin Blackman. I'm now done. he got his off his year suspension. He's coming back. Is he? But will he be the same? No, I don't even want him. I don't, I don't think Jacksonville want him. Yeah, mm. Jacksonville say they should wash their hands because they already sorry. Cleveland take him. I don't know. Well, Cleveland, see, <laughs> see, now you're making Cleveland the Oakland Raiders. Well, they they making themselves look like the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, by drafting uh, drafting Johnny speed Manziel. and <laughs> and and idiots. Yes, and Cleveland was so so hyped up at the beginning of the year, man. And mm-hmm. I was hyped on him. I was too. I was, right there with I was him. on Johnny Manziel. Uh, I love Johnny. I was never Manziel on Johnny on Manziel. You're crazy. At Texas a <laughs> I thought that man was going to change the game. Which game? Michael Vick already did that. First of all, let's get that straight. Well, Michael Vick already right, did right, that. Let me go back. Let me rephrase that. I know, I know. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> let me rephrase that. He was, I thought Johnny Manziel was going to take it to another level, kind of like Russell Wilson has. Because Russell Wilson, like I told you before, he reminds me of like LeBron. He could do so much. But I don't think Russell Wilson. Kind of like that. In my opinion, hope. see, that's yeah. how you see Russell. So I don't he, see Russell taking it to another level. Man, are you kidding me? When well, he stepped no. on his because I think I he has more way. accurate passing and he's yeah, more patient people, than Michael Vick. Is huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was in Atlanta. Uh, no, you're right. You're right in that sense, right mm-hmm. there. But I think when people when uh, Russell Wilson came in, they didn't think he was that accurate. True. So when now that we see that he is, it's a big deal. Right. Because mm-hmm. we now we have already put him down right here. So all he had to do was outplay that or be Russell Wilson, and now his accuracy is better than what people thought. Mm-hmm. So now the hype came with it. But his aura on the football field—you just always think you in a football game. Like if you got a Russell Wilson, Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. Drew Brees, uh, Tom Brady. Uh, some Ben Roethlisberger in some case, most cases, you always think you're in a football game when you got quarterbacks like that. Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel he was that guy in college. He was, you were never out of the football game, and mm-hmm. what propels him is his uh, being able to move, but beating Alabama in that game, mm-hmm. and then yeah. and then that really got him the Heisman because I thought somebody oh, yeah. else. I didn't think he was the Heisman, the best player in college football when he got the Heisman. I didn't think he was, but he beat. 
out. He beat the so-called national team, uh, right, Princeton, right. Alabama. And he was doing he was doing things was, on the football yeah. field. But you look you look we've seen him just throw that ball up in the air and his <laughs> receivers came down with it, which yeah, got drafted true. before him. Yeah. So but when you he is not Russell Wilson. No. He is uh no. Demory. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't calling him that. I was just saying I thought he was gonna come in the game and, you know, kinda mock a Russell I Wilson. I don't type even see him as a uh, NFL best. quarterback. I see him as a, a, like a, a Ryan Lindley's type type player. Wouldn't, you don't even Jeez. like Ryan Lindley. You don't <laughs> no, even I like li- Ryan Lindley. I never said I didn't like Ryan Lindley. Your, your tone say it all the time. <laughs> no, I'm saying as, no, as, as, as far as athletic ability and a quarterback in the NFL, So he's that's like a fifth-string quarterback because Ryan Lindley mm-hmm. was a, a practice string. squad. Yeah, a practice yeah. squad guy. Excuse me. Oh. Yeah, fourth-string practice squad? Practice mm-hmm. squad. See, there's no room for a, a big-name guy to be on a practice squad. You won't have to play him. Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow. Him. Yes, you do. You drafted Tim Tebow got drafted in the first round, and I thought he would be a, a way better player if you would have drafted him. His marketability would have been skyrocketed, even though he was anyway coming out of Florida. Mm-hmm. Who I think Mangino drafted him, 30th pick in the first round. If you would have got him in the third round, he would, you would have had the best third-round player in, in the history of football, Yeah, one of them. One of them, but you put so much pressure on Tim Tebow, drafted him in the first round. Everybody thought he could play. Right. You forgot that Denver had a good defense. Mm-hmm. That defense was top in the league. No, and then Tebow. they beat Pittsburgh, who was a better, who was a dominant team at that time. You beat Pittsburgh in their offense and that defense because he threw a hail mary because they didn't respect the pass. Yeah. They didn't think he could do it. It wasn't a hail mary. It was a nice throw mm-hmm. rollout, but they didn't believe he could make that throw. I would have switched Tebow away from quarterback. Me too. I put him at H. Yep. He would have been a great H. I don't know why no one did it. Because Tim Tebow kept saying, if I'm not a quarterback, I'm not playing. He thought he could dictate what Johnny Manziel did. Or who was a, uh, he thought he was uh, Eli Manning. No. Eli got drafted to San Diego. He said, I'm not going. They made a trade real quick mm-hmm. and say, well, okay, we'll take um, Eli, you go to New York, and then give us Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. Eli made out on that because of a Hail Mary pass. Uh, uh, Two of them uh, things. Yeah. <laughs> and he should have been sacked, but he threw that long that, that last one. Oh, over, man. That yeah, was money. He threw that last and one man, to, uh, yeah, to Manningham. That was money. Mm-hmm. That was a, Not Manningham. That was a, um, it was a. Um, oh, you're talking about the head catch? No, no. That oh. was a Hail Mary. That was lucky. Yeah, yeah. That but was before that, he should have been, they should have been called that down as, as a sack. Oh, yeah, yeah. That should have been sacked. Yeah, absolutely. But, that, but when they, and that on that play with the catch on the, the helmet, the ball on the mm-hmm. helmet. The touchdown went to um, the receiver, big guy, 17. Plexico. Yeah, Plexico, Plexico Virginia. Went to a big guy. Ah, come on. He is in Virginia Beach. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. He's right uh, there. Do you really street. want to claim that? <laughs> Plexico? Shoots himself? Yeah, come I on now. That's what they do in Virginia. Yeah, I guess so. Ask no, we Chris carry. Brown. We pack. Chris no, Brown, Plexico. Chris Brown. Yeah, all them idiots, man. <laughs> all them guys. But no, you look at who made out on that. Eli Manning pretty much made out. He got two Super Bowls. And he beat, didn't yeah. he beat um, Tom Brady both times? Yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yep. Come on, Peyton. Come on, Peyton. Peyton can forget it. He can forget it. Yeah. Peyton ain't going to no Super Bowl. I think he's got one year left and he's done. Yeah, I think he got, he's yeah. done. He's he should be done this year. year. He should, but he's not. He's not going to walk out of I'm after done this with, year. I'm done with the uh, – let me wrap this up. And we get on Peyton. I'm done <laughs> with Josh Gordon. You know how I was almost saying that about mm-hmm. a, uh, Cam Newton? Mm-hmm. And I – because Cam Newton, he's a quarterback. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, come on now. Were you the face of this – Franchise, you could be one of the faces of the NFL, which you are. Mm-hmm. 
But stop doing stupid. Stop doing. He play too up. much. Yeah, play, you play too much, man. <laughs> he play too much. You playing too much, Cam. You the, Wearing you the guy. Wearing small tight suits. Tell you Gordon's, Metro Gordon's losing suit. stock right now. Uh, Gordon is losing stock. St- losing, gone. Yeah, his stock is. Well, okay, you know somebody's still gonna pick him up that needs needs a receiver out there. But you you just don't and, have your stock that you did last year. But he can't like Demery was saying he can't get that ten million that he want. No, I'm not giving you ten million. Mm-hmm. You got ten million dollars. You already got five million, right. and you smoking and drinking it up. If I give you ten million, there's no. T- nope. I can't tell you what to do. Mm-mm. I can't tell you what to do. Just because uh, marijuana weed is legal in what is it? Just two states. Two yeah. states, yeah. And, Colorado and and, uh, and half of the country. North. If you got medicinal license or problems, you could get it. But that don't mean you can smoke it. Nope. Mm-hmm. I remember um, ephedrine was okay in the league. Mm-hmm. And then next year, the year later, they said there's a ban. Yeah, but ephedrine went banned just but, worldwide with, with just normal citizens. I mean, that was But I know guys that, that was taking um, that before the ephedrine, game. Yeah. yeah, two pills before the game. Well, I used to, I used to take about 1,000 milligrams of ibuprofen. Yeah. Oh, that's that. Um, <laughs> hey, I didn't feel getting hit. I just kept going. <laughs> yeah, a thousand, man. That's every game to, to practice or to, to play? No, before the game. Oh, before the game. That's. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh-wee. Felt delicious, man. Ooh-wee. Felt delicious. <laughs> you part of his protein. I bet, you, I bet you had paint on your face and everything. You look like the paint face guy. <laughs> <laughs> you like the painted face guy. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I, I, it's no way. I couldn't. I couldn't. I used to. Um, let me see what I used to do. I'm comfortable saying it. You know, we used to get shots too. You used to get those yeah, shots before the game. I'm, I'm wondering, why am I getting a shot? I feel okay. There was nothing wrong with me. I stopped. I immediately just stopped it. You felt it after though, right? You I was felt fine. the difference? But I wanted to feel. I, I don't mind hurt and pain. I don't mind that. I, as long as I can yeah. feel it, mm-hmm. I know what it is. Bring it on. Bring me all the hurt, the pain. Physically, emotionally, True. spiritually, whatever. Mm-hmm. Bring it to me. As long as I can feel it and I know what it is, I can deal with it. Yeah. You know, and the thing I, that scared me about the ibuprofen is if something happened, you're not going to feel it until after. And it, I mean, that could have been a, a lot worse later. for you, a lot worse mm-hmm. than feeling it right then and there oh, during yeah. the game. Yeah, and I, I wasn't good with. Uh, I'm not good right now with taking pills. And I got to take seven pills a day for for I don't know how far long. But I'm not good with pills. I'm not consistent. I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it at all. I'm done with Josh Gordon. I'm gonna find, we done with that. Okay, and we're gonna take a quick break. We're going to come back. Dunskies. Quick, like, what you say? Dunskies. We're going to take a two-minute break. Let's do that. Demery Lachey. <laughs> we got Doug Bremer. Quam Lachey, we'll talk. We'll be right back. <laughs> Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? 
Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's time to let the ladies do some sports talking around here. The sports girls take over the Voice America Sports Channel every Monday for The Inside Score. Beth Silverberg, Chin Chin Ong, and Stacey DeBerry are here to showcase the athletes, the coaches, and the foundations that change lives. In addition, we'll have a ton of regular features and a featured guest sports girl every week. You'll hear the stories you need to hear from the people that make the difference. The Inside Score is heard every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern or Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Last segment. Welcome back from Live Sports Talk. This is the song right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the song he painted his face to. Oh, he don't know what he just let out. Huh? <laughs> he don't know what you just did. <laughs> he probably looked like a uh, WWE. A WWE wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> a little Ron Woofley going on him inside. Right. Yeah. That, um, you know, we, we were talking about uh, Josh Gordon and his, uh, his uh, abuse of substance, allegedly, I guess. It ain't allegedly. It, he failed. He did. It ain't no, it ain't no, you don't have to allege that. He failed the test. Which is, uh, I'm sad to say that, you know, you, you, have to, you have to get some control. You got all that control. You're a grown man. Not, you're a grown man. You're a grown man in the NFL. Have some restraint. If not, and I understand, if you've got a problem, you've got a problem. But be a man and say, I've got a problem, I need help. Mm -mm, Not an athlete. Athletes don't do that. They Superman. They Superman. I I hear what you're saying. I agree. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to tell tell an athlete, admit to your problem, because they they don't think they have a problem. Since you was 12 years old, somebody been telling you the greatest ever. And they've been leading you up to where you are today. You don't agree with that? Mm-hmm. You were 12 right. years old. Somebody right. got at you and said, oh, well, Doug, you, man, I'm going to take this guy to my wing. You going to, you playing on the best teams in, around the league, around the city. You going to a college. I'm going to guide you to that college. And then you play in college. They took care of you because you was always that guy. Right. So now I get to come out early and go to the pros and be one of the top receivers. I don't think there's anything. Nobody prepares these guys for what Josh Gordon is going through now. Because right. everybody who got him to where he is, mm-hmm. They're gone. Yeah, they're not around. So he he's probably looking around, head on a swivel. Hey, where's where? Who's gonna get me out of trouble? Where's that guy? So I agree with you. Be a man. Say you got a problem, but they don't do that. Athletes yeah. them, at that caliber, they don't. You, that's tough. Yeah, it's tough. I agree. It's sad, man. It, it, especially it is. To, just to see a player of that caliber go through that and know what he could bring to the league. Right. And he, he could just diminish. Out. Just diminish, man. I'm talking. They they were talking about like uh, Hall of Fame talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like God. Dang. Well, you know, we we all got people. We know people. There's there's plenty of guys in my neighborhood was was better than not plenty, but there were some guys that's better than me. Right. Yeah. But they wanted to do something. They wanted to do something. They wanted what they wanted right now and didn't want to wait for it. Mm-hmm. And then you see these guys and like wonder what happened to him. He was so he was great. 
Yeah, but he wanted his greatness right now instead of waiting for it to come to him yeah. when it was supposed to come. Now, yeah. but but who's to say it wasn't right then? Nobody's great at in high school. No, you good, but you want your greatness was gonna come later. Well, there's always LeBron James. He was good in high school. He was <laughs> yeah, real. He good. was great. He was real good. In high <laughs> I'm not school. gonna lie. He was great. Well, then I, AI no, was great then. Yeah, AI was great because though. you he would. I was out here uh, when this guy was in high school. I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm. I used to go home, fly to Virginia. We used to have a Christmas thing every year at Fort Eustis Military. Uh-huh. He packed that gym up. I mean, it was a jamboree. You know, everybody basketball. This guy's packing uh, military armory bases and stuff like that. He's they come to watch him play. Mm-hmm. And he had mm-hmm. another guy on his team because he went to Bethel. He had another guy on his team that was pretty good that could shoot the lights out, push you in the mindset of Steph Curry. Yeah, his his, his, his teammate. Mm-hmm. But everybody uh, came to see AI play. Of course. So yeah, he. I guess if if you look at it like that, he was great in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he took his greatness from there to let's let's say he made a detour to Bowling Alley mm-hmm. and then went to Georgetown, which yeah. was the best place that he could well, ever he made, win in his life. You know, he made some changes in his life. Soon as like you said, that little detour. Mm-hmm. Some guys just don't get it. Josh Gordon just you know after the, he had. Got banned. I thought, you know, all right, he's done. You know, you he see his potential. He see his talents. Wake up. Because at first, you know, he really didn't know how he would. He said himself, he didn't know where he was going to fit into the NFL, you yeah. know. Right. But obviously, he's seen, you know, I could play in this league. And, you know, some guys can overcome it. Some guys can. Randy Moss. I seen a documentary on him on 30 for 30. I didn't even know he's from Virginia or West Virginia or, you know, around that area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he went through things. He went through in his hometown yeah. as well. I had no clue until I seen that. But, you know, some guys. You know, they, when they see that red light, when they see that door in front of them about to close, they say, you know what, no, I'm going to change this. I'm going to open this opportunity and make it the best I can. Yeah. And, and you talk you about know. that 30 for 30, you, you can understand why some guys become great because of what they go oh, through and where they come from. It's kind of like, you know, all three of us sitting here. You are what you are because of some mm-hmm. stuff you went through. And you just right. you didn't just wake up and be Absolutely. great. Absolutely. No. I try to tell my boy, I say, well, when are you going to start – Going about your business a certain way, you're not gonna wake up and be great. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. gonna do it. Nobody was. But this day and age, man, they just want it. They want to give, uh, just give it to me. Yeah, you know, nothing, not nothing's a... earned anymore, man. But that's, a, I mean, that's just but the top see, this yeah, year. Yeah, you see yeah. other kids waking up. You can say, just give it to me. But yeah. you forgot Johnny Mizell's come from a financial background. Mm-hmm. He come from a right, farmer. absolutely. Yeah, those are the people who you know yeah. come from financially based. You know, like and, and kind of like, that. and let's go on. Let me let me take it to the other side. You see all these actors, uh, not all these, but you see actors, you see uh, r- uh, rappers mm-hmm. go to jail. So the kid is buying these music and, and, and think they really going to jail, they're not in population. No. It just looked good to go to jail. So you say, oh, oh, it's okay. Lil Wayne went to jail. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be all right. He came out. <laughs> right, he was not right. in population. DMX? The, yeah. But they DMX was in population. He was in, matter of fact, you, I think you might have, uh, yeah, he was in population. Yeah. <laughs> DMS was in population. His second address was was here in Arizona. He said he jail. had never come back to Arizona. Hey, and I, I remember seeing him down in, in uh, one of the jails, and <laughs> uh, you know one of the inmates. You know they're star shocked. He got DMX right here, and you go DMX. What do you think about Arizona? And you go man, fuck Arizona. Wait. And I look at him. I said DMX. It's not Arizona, man. That's you. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna blame the town? That's you. No, because he, I think he, uh, one of those guys, like, it was, let's say he's the high level, at a high level of what he did. He sold, a, I think DMX sold about a hundred something million dollars on, on, on three albums. Oh, yeah. And he then the hard. movies on top of and that. And then the movies. Oh, yeah. And he like Tupac. He's yeah. a natural actor. Yep. <laughs> 
And he he has something out now. But like, okay, he's at the top of his game right now. So you want to do what you do. You leave New York to come here because you know you can't have. There's different laws and different rules mm. as far as in New York carrying a concealed weapon or in here having a concealed weapon. Or mm-hmm. there's different yeah. stuff. You going straight to jail. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so he wanted to come out here, but he was fighting. I mean, he had pit bulls. He liked to do the uh, the doom buggy stuff. They mm-hmm. riding around, but DMX also thought he can go 150 on one on one. Right, and and it was okay, but because he'll say one of the most beautiful things he ever seen was the sunset in Arizona. But when you get in trouble here, that trouble is not somebody looking for you. It's some stuff you doing that maybe I see a car going 150. I need to code. I need. I need to track that car down. See if this person crazy or okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I found out who it is. It ain't. Oh, you DMX, you going to jail? I'm like, man, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Josh Gordon? Mm-hmm. What are you doing, DMX? <laughs> you, you can't, you can't do that. We're done with Josh. We're done. We're done. We got to move on. We got to find. We, we a keep way saying to move we're on. done. There, I, I, I got Josh because I'm, I'm kind of because he's an intelligent guy. Yeah, you seen man. him? You seen this guy? Yeah. He's you a know, very yeah. He, how you, how you that intelligent? You got the role in your hands, and I, we know how because we we've seen it. We're gonna see it time and time again. But come on, man. Somebody give him some help. Where's the people that was around him? Right. Get him some help. Give him some help. And I think that's the biggest thing is somebody around him to help him out. Because look at, we talked back about Tyran and Patrick. Mm-hmm. Look at all, this, all the trouble that Tyran had in, in college and not a peep since he's been in the NFL. And that was a big thing coming in the NFL was, well, well how long is he going to stay out of trouble? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he has. But why? Because Patrick's been there to help him out. Hey, good. Because uh, Demery uh, alluded to that um, a lot. I spoke on it. When you see that door about to close, let me put my foot right there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going. I'm gonna go back to the other side right. and start doing it the right way. But it also, you got to have people in your around you that's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't heard a, we haven't heard a peep out of um, Patrick Peterson in college doing anything bad. So now you got a guy who went to school with you. Let me take him under my wing. So because he's such a he's such a great talent, he could do a whole lot of things. This guy, Tyron Matthews, was a Heisman candidate. Mm-hmm. From defense, mm-hmm. because he returned punts, he 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 locked interceptions. He was already always around the football, always causing fun. He was that guy. He was a a Charles Wilson uh, type guy. Yeah, because he he did a whole lot of things, and then you could put him on offense, throw him the ball, he make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, but now you know he saw that door closing, and he put his foot in there, and I'm, look, I'm back. Let me do the right things here and out. And and some guys just got to be able to see the bigger picture and. And that's also you got to have the right people in your life to help you see that yeah. picture, and they can't be leaving you. Well, it's it's kind of like your like uh, your kids. Yeah. You feel like you raise them a certain way that when they're out on their own, they're gonna right, make the right decision. Mm-hmm. And when you raise these kids up, all these coaches and agents and scouts, when you tell these kids he's the best in the world, you know, check on him from time to time. Yeah, I know you're just doing your job, but your job is done once you get them to a certain point. Check on them from time to time. You got to establish some relationship. Mm-hmm. Jerry Maguire. Jerry <laughs> Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dustin Johnson uh, coming back from golf. He was on. He had a uh, cocaine problem. Yeah. Yeah. So he's coming back. Dustin Johnson. Um, and it was good to see him because he was one of my. He was one of my favorite guys too. You know, tall guy hit the ball a, a mile, mm-hmm. um, but he had short game and all that stuff. He had everything he had needed to golf. But when you talk about, because Doug say, you know, you know, t- man up. Man up and say you got a problem. It, it's kind of tough when you you at the top and you don't want. And sometimes you're embarrassed. You don't want somebody to know, and you feel like I can overcome it. I can fix it. 
Dustin Johnson, uh, the Farmers Insurance. I think that's in California. That's in two weeks. That's okay. after the uh, Phoenix Open. Right. So he, he's going to make his debut because last year during the middle season, he stopped because he had to check himself into a rehab place, which was good. That's being a man right there. You yeah. say, look, I'm done. Everybody know I got cocaine, a problem, um, or some substance abuse a problem. Mm-hmm. Check myself into a rehab. Haven't played golf since. Yeah. Talking about golf. Is Tiger going to make the cut? It's Monday. Man, it's Monday. But that's actually a good question, though. I don't is know. Is Tiger going to make the cut? I would, uh, Tiger, no, he's not. He's, uh, he's not. A lot of people don't think he is. I mean, it's Monday. I'm just throwing it out. I don't think he is. I don't. A lot of people You're talking are talking about at the, uh, at the Open. Yeah, at the Open. I know that course is so easy. I made the cut there. Last time he, But last time he played here. Was it's not easy. Yeah, it's it was. And I people heard. throwing objects at him. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that's, yep. yeah. That is what happened. That's what. That's the story. I that's heard. why I'm kind of curious this week if it's going to happen rough. again. No, I, I, no. Tiger so. wasn't. He he make the cut. He you think around. he does? Yeah. If yeah. he don't, yeah, he make the cut because they're not paying him to come here. He's coming here on his own. He's going back to square one because Tiger wasn't having been winning. And I always say this about athletes anyway, or about people in general. You can always go home. See, this is one of Tiger Holmes. This was on one of yeah. his tours because mm-hmm. he didn't. When he first started, he played in Hawaii. Nobody really plays in there because the wind blows so hard. That entire round, mm-hmm. the entire four days. Then he'd come go go somewhere and come back to Hawaii. I'm playing another island. Island. Then he come here. Well, he stopped all that, but you know he, he stopped it because one guy had a knife and then he was throwing stuff. Mm-hmm. How how you that disrespectful uh, to somebody and what they do? Why don't you watch from your TV? And I thought so many people disliked Tiger because he the camera's always on him. So you might see Tiger, and you don't know the rules, but you're sitting in the comfort of your home, the rules are easy to find. Right. You go on, and, but the camera's always on him. You mm-hmm. can find some other guys, but the camera's not on them. Mm-hmm. Breaking, uh, and they're not doing it intentionally. Yeah, having a great day. Yeah, <laughs> But I think that's having a great day. part of the environment with... Uh, the Phoenix Open, just it's a big party environment yeah. type deal. It so, is. so you're acting a little bit more stupid than you might normally do. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, now, unfortunately, you get, now you get a chance to be stupid at a golf course where normally it's such a contrast between the Phoenix Open and the uh, and the Masters. Mm-hmm. Right, Masters, you better not have you better not walk loud. You better yeah. not walk loud over there. Right. <laughs> Here, it's a party atmosphere. Oh, and it, really? It goes from the golf to the bird's nest. Uh huh. It's just. Party. The par three. Oh my goodness! The uh, yeah, sixteen. Yep, sixteen. Party in sixteen. They, sixteen is a stadium. It's they. It's the stadium course, the mm-hmm. TPC stadium course. But sixteen, is just party atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Real quick, you want to say something about uh, Fitzgerald, didn't you? Oh, I just I, I read the other day that they're they're looking at talk and everything else. So yeah, it's interesting. How much is it just? Talk to keep the fans interested, yeah. and how much is it for real? Mm-hmm. Um, Connor's got a real, but it sounds man. more on the positive side of keeping Fitz here. Yeah, because Fitz a nice guy. Fitz yeah. go accommodate them, um, and they should be willing to do the same for him. Because Fitz could have left when they did. There was no quarterbacks here. No, he stayed here for the fans to make to keep the Cardinals where they are. Mm-hmm. So now you got to come. I think you should accommodate that. I was with uh, Larry Sinners yesterday. That's another guy. You should have never let go from this program, but no. he, but it benefited him because he went and got a Super Bowl ring. Yep, he got a Super Bowl head thing. Oh, I saw to hit him in the head and take it. Mm-hmm. And but, Larry, uh, I mean, Larry was uh, kind of the same thing with uh, that. Um, well, Larry Centers. Yeah, it's kind of like the Larry Fitz of now. Mm-hmm. You know, back then he was kind of the franchise name and everything else. And, yeah, you know, but really everybody, good but everybody loved Larry. You go to the state and they chant his name. Oh yeah. Here's the deal, though. It's Monday. We got a lot to talk about. More sports uh, to talk about. 
Tuesday, we're going to be off Wednesday. We got Thursday and Friday. But everything is going down the Super Bowl. So we're going we're gonna to take a break for about 23 hours. <laughs> and we're going to come back. And we're going to do some more sports. Jeremy Lachey, Doug Bremer. Quite a lot of sports talk. We're going to get out of here. Doug, we, you can make your name whatever you want it to be, really. Well, I've already, I've already got have a nickname. They already gave me a nickname Dougie already. B. Oh, Dougie, Dougie B. B. Okay. Dougie B. Well, we're we out of here, so we'll, we, we'll check with you guys tomorrow. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.